Mac fans around the world and those that aren't fans yet, and welcome to Mobile Suit Fandom Zeta, the podcast where you're two largely inept but prone to love co-hosts Fuzzy, that'd be me, and Chris watch, summarize, critique, and make fun of the entirety of the Gundam franchise from beginning to end. This is episode 67, and we'll be talking about episode 22 of Mobile Suit Gundam Zeta, The Eyes of Shiroko, in which we learn that 16-year-olds will bake in cool features to all of their mechs. Come have a pure time, and believe in the sign of Zeta. Patreon is very wildly coyote <laughs> intensive. Hello, welcome to Mobile Suit Fandom. This is this is not a cartoonishly hilarious episode. Uh, well, no, no, it's really not. It's just no. a weird one. The, um, I don't know what the fuck is happening. Honestly, they they're adding. There's a lot. They're adding to... so many new characters in such a short amount of time. I'm wondering... On the bright side, we only have to think about half of the new characters introduced this episode. What? I'm sorry, but uh, what's her name? Sed? Sedithy? I don't fucking know. I don't know. Sedlethy? Sedlethy. I'm waiting... I'm waiting to find out if they die, or, like, the next episode or something. Because they're adding so many, I'm like, is everybody going to die all at once? You, But you did see a character die this episode, right? Uh, oh, fuck. Did I miss something? Chris. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> now, and now, and now we wonder. So, yeah. So it's got to be the, it's got to be the, the, the other. The one that there. looks way more plain than the pink-haired yep. yeah. CPO. Yes, Sedele yep. is the one who is turned into a fine atomized mist by Camille this episode. You can tell, by the way, because she has brown hair and exactly six freckles. And <sighs> seriously, go back and look at all of the Xeon pilots that died. Almost every grouping has one. Oh no. I'll wait. Oh no. Yeah, that's universal anime talk for this character is going to die. Hmm. Don't get attached to anyone with exactly six freckles. Seven, safe. Six, dead. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What if you have... No, that's a bad joke. I'm going to ollie out of that one. Last time, <laughs> we almost died. I can't, I'm like running through all the funny numbers in my head and I can't even make one make sense. If you, however, manage to count exactly 69 freckles on any character's face, I think you get a award. Mm -hmm. Both the designer who did that and managed. Honestly, 69 freckles, 69 freckles is a much better, I was trying to go for like a, a Mark of the Beast joke with freckle. I don't, it's. At. How, yeah, that would be like a real, a difficult one. Even. Because it's six freckles. I was like, well, what if there's six freckles on their face? Six freckles on their chest. Six freckles. <laughs> on their butt. The sign, the butt, the boot. Yeah. 
Last time, we've got a... <laughs> yeah, so last time Camille almost fucking died, and uh, the Zeta showed up, and that's really all you need to know. Uh-huh. Also, Sir- Sirocco's weird. That's kind so, of the underlying thing we need to remember. Sirocco's fucking weird. He's very weird. Also, I, that they pronounce it Sirocco. The what? Sirocco. Uh-huh. Sirocco. Sure, Shir- sure. Now, Shiroko. that, no, I don't, mm? They do. They do it multiple times. Shiroko. Yep. I, mm, that's not what those letters do. Nope. I can't think of a language where those letters do do that. It's Shiroko, apparently. Did they say his first name? Uh, no, they did not say Paftimus. At any point, I don't think they just said Shiroko. I know. I I'm only remembering this because when they did it, I was like, "That's not how you say his name." <laughs> I don't care, Blue Sky Studios. You're wrong. I know uh, you've closed since, but this might be a reason why you're very wrong, Sirocco. I stand by that. Shiro- no. I tell you, man. If we don't look, and if we don't do it right, people are going to give a shit about it. So, this is where we're at now. This is podcasting. This this is podcasting. So, we open properly on Paptimus's big red ship, and Jared walks on the bridge. He, mm-hmm. well, he was expecting to get a talking to, but Sirocco, <laughs> Sirocco, <laughs> tells him, actually, you did pretty okay. <laughs> Only lost the mobile suit when you suddenly got ambushed by some new fancy is, shit, and you got me some data. Shit. This is so much. What? It, okay, because they they also he also is like I'm gonna put you in charge now, and I'm watching this scene like, holy shit, is this like textbook mediocre white man failing forward? Now I wanna. Now that's what you're seeing. Uh huh. I'm standing next to Mauer during yeah. this scene. Uh, okay. Personally, uh-huh. so y- yes, all of this is happening. Sirocco tells him you did. F- Sirocco tells him you did fine. In fact, I'm going to give you a unit to sortie with next time. Let's let's come out. Let's come out of the bridge. Let me show you to your new friends. Uh-huh. Mauer is watching all this and immediately goes, "What? What the fuck?" In in the English one, sh- her inner monologue is, "Oh wow." Shiroko has taken a shine to Jared. I wonder if he can use this to actually get a proper place in the Titans. She is a little bit more trepidatious in the Japanese. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Which I think also plays into then how I interpret it of Shiroko is going to squeeze Jared for everything he's worse and throw away the husk as soon as humanly possible. Like, Sirocco is doing his best to lead Jared on a very obvious horror movie-esque path to the place where he's going to get bottled and canned uh, for his juices. But Jared is too much of a dumb idiot with a sense, a vague sense of honor. Mm-hmm. And namely that he thinks it can't happen to him by his guys. Mm-hmm. That he is blindly ignoring the blood splatters on all the walls and only looking at the neon sign Shiroko is holding in front of his fucking face. 
Yeah. That's the way I'm seeing it. At I least. mean, look, you're not wrong. Because also we had a, like, we did have a thing last um, episode of Sirocco being like, do you, you want to play with the boys or the men's? Uh, I, some hour, which was very strange. Uh, <laughs> that was uh, particularly disconcerting to hear in my ears. So that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> haven't haven't uh, heard a voice like that since I was last in a basement in Germany. Oh no! Uh, back <laughs> back on the Argama. <laughs> uh, we we see her. Yeah, she in all her. She got her shoulders. Fucking, she got shoulders. She got. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not sold on her face. <laughs> Hold on, let me look her up. Let me look her up so, so I can see her face. That was about, I was transfixed by shoulders. Of course, we we're talking about the Zeta. She she's in her full glory in this shot next to the Mark II, which is being repaired. Man, if we got a nickel for every time a Gundam lost a left arm and leg, we'd have at least fifteen cents. But. Her face she's got a nice face it's, she's got a weird little alien face i think i think for me it's the fact she looks that, like she'll go mur, 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 mur. yeah there's that it's, <laughs> it's, the zeta face is such a departure from grandpa and mark ii's face and also like a lot of the faces i know come out of gundam in the future mm-hmm. that like i mean Grandpa has like the what I consider the John Doe of Gundam faces, right? Uh-huh. As he should, but like, right. but like really, even when you set all of them on the line, Grandpa's pretty in the middle. Zeta is left the fuck field. <laughs> and I'd argue Zeta has left the building. Uh, which not to say change is a bad thing. Yeah. But so, man, that is some Lamborghini streamliny shit right there. That that has just kind of come at me suddenly, you know. That's how I feel about it. At least I think yeah. I'll probably warm up to her as time goes on. But... I, I I'm just overall a pretty big fan of her. Oh, um, everything else, hundred <laughs> percent. Very into. Uh, Appley calls down to Camille and says, "Hey, what do you think?" Camille's like, "Yep." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to which I have to hand it to Appley. He has the right reaction of oh, hold the fucking phone. What do you mean? <laughs> Motherfucker, I drove this all the way here under Char as I mean Lieutenant Quattro's orders because we built it for your green haired ass. Yeah, in, in the English he literally Being says like child says like it almost looks like it was built for you camille and camille's like yeah (laughs) (laughs) anything camille camille please (laughs) a little bit just like fake me a thank you (laughs) whatever either Uh, way haro and fa come to to crash the party and camille is like oh look haro and fa is like fuck you man and turns around and leaves Immediately. You're stupid fucking robot. Because then Camille, robot. like Camille and Haro, like float through the sky towards each other and embrace. Yes, there is a wonderful <laughs> little romantic moment here between Camille and Haro, and uh, I should actually—I just now thought about it. Uh, Haro wasn't saying Camille up until this point. This is the first time Cam- it's actually saying Camille because mm-hmm. it was saying Amaro. Amaro, up until yeah. This point. And bright, I think. Yes. Yeah, because uh, apparently 
Apparently to Haro, you're either you've either got Amaro energy or Bright energy, and there is no in between. No. Those are your two you're a Chaos Muppet or an Order Muppet. I <laughs> now I really wanna just like have a Haro that I can point at people and be like, Haro diagnoses you with <laughs> and just hit a button and see if it says Bright yeah. or Amaro. Yeah. <laughs> you're either uh, you're either a, a 34-year-old middle manager or a feral psychic twink. <laughs> there is no in-between in no. the balance of life. Ah, fuck. I think I'm I'm almost 100% a 33-year-old middle manager. You... I'm bright. I'm a bright. I actually would argue you have more feral psychic twink energy than I do. I think I think you might be the Amaro I don't in this think equation. So. I don't think, A, I'm not a, I'm far from a twink. <laughs> First of all, both of us are. We're both yeah, pretty neither not. Of us are, <laughs> neither of us are very no, twinky. Nowhere in that zone. No. Uh, also not psychic in the slightest. I'm so unaware of everything. Speak for yourself. I am. Cool. I'm speaking for myself. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> I'm the middle manager. Anyways, uh, uh, let us know. Tweet us. Uh, tweet at us where you fall on the. Uh, I was gonna say spectrum, but it's not. You're one or the other. Are you a, a feral psychic twink or a 33 year old middle manager? Yeah, there is no, there is no between as established. There. Okay, yeah. excuse me. There might be an in between, but we have not encountered it yet. No. There, there is a non-zero chance. But at this stage in the timeline, science has not been done enough in the field of... Uh, yeah, we need more studies. Yeah, we need more studies in the field of dipshitology. So, Camille attempts to catch up with Fa, and she's immediately like, you said hi to Haro, so the rest of this conversation is fucked. Yeah. Uh, the long and the short of it is, Camille brings up what we left them on last time but with significantly yeah. less of the semi-romantic i haven't seen you in a long time air going on yeah because she's like i came here to see my to, to see the mechs and wonder where mine was yes uh camille once again is like i don't know if you should be a pilot for a yeah. few reasons she, and she's like there's missions to be done Amara. She, she gives him the like this is war camille yes yeah, straight up. She gives him the this is war, Camille, and I need to be ready to do whatever I need to to win said war. Fuck. Yeah. Like, these shitheads, these shitheads attacked my parents, dude. Yeah. Uh, but then Camille's entire back thesis is, but, but you could, like, I don't know, get as damaged as I am, or worse. Yeah. And his argument is like, if everybody is is fighting, then what's the point? Yeah. Like if I think his his deal is definitely like we we like the people fighting are fighting so other people don't have to right. and like she's like yeah me too motherfucker like what the fuck do you <laughs> this is not about you in the Japanese I would say there's significantly more of a purely personal bent of mm -hmm. Camille almost single mindedly focusing in on Fa being okay or not yeah instead of. The war, the this, the that, and the other. Uh, mm. Which, there's a few things for both of these children to unpack. Mm. Don't send 16-year-olds to war. This is why. Yeah. <laughs> Among other reasons. 
we cut over in the midst of this argument to Captain Henkin and Rakoa. Yeah, Rakoa's getting in an orange boy. Uh, yeah. More about this friend later, apparently. Uh, <laughs> Henkin asks Rakoa to, uh, could you, uh, could you bring, could you bring this little gift to Emma for me? Maybe, please. He's super shy about asking this favor of clearly doing a romantic gesture towards Emma. Uh-huh. And he doesn't go do it himself. He sends a friend yeah. to do it instead across literally time and space. I, we'll get to it when we get to it, but I fucking love Emma's reaction to getting this box. I do too. I, also, <laughs> I just, I love this in general because it's very like middle school romance almost. Yeah. And it, to the point where it's cute because, you know, it's fictional too. So it's just like, this is objectively hilarious and kind of stupid, given the fact these are grown-ass adults in the military together. But this is also kind of cute in how fucking mm-hmm. goofy it is. Yeah. <laughs> Adorable. Uh, Adorable. But that seems to be what this whole scene is about. Is A, showing us that Rako is going back and also is in an orange boy, and also Hankin has a present for Emma. Yep. These are the two things that you need to know before we see Rakoa again. Yep. Uh, back on the Gamma Bridge, Bright realizes that Titans are headed for the moon. Mm-hmm. That That's the gist. Haro is flying around the halls and sees Emma, who is informed that Fa and Camille are fighting. Mm-hmm. We cut over to where they're fighting, and apparently Bright <laughs> has gotten there first, and he's like, can y'all fucking stop it is not clear where bright heard them fighting or how he got this knowledge but bright was there first uh-huh the only I, uh, thing bright, bright has d- fucking dad dad psychic powers he's like kids are, my kids are fighting that's what i was about <laughs> to say the only thing more dangerous than a feral psychic twink is a dad energy <laughs> the psychic energy that only a padre can do uh bright, bright so yeah he might- broke have the leg up, but only when it's <laughs> protecting his dumb shit children. Yeah. And uh, only the dumb shit ones, I should note. Yeah. The rest, they'll be fine, we assume. Either There's way. they they like stalk off and Camille puts a hand on Fa's shoulder and gets a fucking flashback. And we see just like all of the romantic moments between him and four. Mm-hmm. Uh and he when they when he pops back, uh Fa's just like, What the fuck, bro? Where did you just go? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, uh, you good? And he's like, uh uh, sorry. And she just blows past him and slams the door in his face. And then I gets say sad. Slam. I don't think the door is <laughs> She swooshed the door in his face. Yeah. Uh but then yeah, she lays laser pushes her back against the door and is like Camille's body is back, but his heart hasn't returned. Yeah. It it's sincerely not clear to me if just like everyone can tell Camille is socially aloof right now and or what. Like it doesn't seem like he's doing badly. But it seems like every time we have a scene with him, we're told that he's fucking up somehow. And is super aloof. I don't. 
Mm-hmm. I don't understand what the collective problem is. I don't know. Yeah, everybody seems to just be on his shit about. It. They're like, let 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 a dude like have a moment. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Uh, uh, nonetheless, he also bails. Uh, yeah. and we cut over to Emma and Bright talking about the chill the children. Emma thinks this is all fine, and we shouldn't talk about it at all. <laughs> Bright disagrees, to say the least, which... Honestly, a little refreshing, but... <laughs> then Bright immediately tries to pawn it off to Emma. And was like, why don't you go talk to Camille? Her immediate is... <laughs> No, absolutely no. <laughs> not. I cannot, I will not, and here he, the fuck is why. Dude has some weird feelings about me that dude. I don't want to deal with. <laughs> also, this is it, right? This is the scene? This is it. This is the scene. So this is this is this is my son eating a hamburger scene. <laughs> this is Borger. This is my, my boy eating burgers. It, uh, I do want to, before we keep going deeper into uh-huh. that, call out the two the two vending machines in the uh-huh. lounge. We've talked about this before, I think. Right. But so on the right, we have tea, coffee, shakes. Uh-huh. And on the left, we have a vending machine entirely dedicated to burgers and fries. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I would double note that Bright goes to the burger machine and orders a burger from the burger machine. Uh-huh. And is then treated to a, a capsule which comes out, which then he pops open to fully manhandle this perfect burger. <laughs> that v- releases no evidence of itself. There's not a single stray piece of burger. Nope. And, uh, it's a yeah. perfect burger. I'm out. Yeah, mechanically perfect burger that uh, Bright just noshes on a couple he of does. times while staring sidelongly at Emma. Who, yeah. So she she says that, like, I can't be... Oh, this is such a weird fucking interaction. <laughs> she I, says that I can't be his mother figure. Plus, in military situations, usually the father figure who, who raises the kids. And Bright's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's almost exactly. Yeah, it's bar- <laughs> barely paraphrased. That's almost exactly what happens. Uh, Bright, Bright does say fuck. Actually, no. Uh, <laughs> the first fuck word of this whole show. Yeah, Bright just. I don't want to be a dad. God fucking damn it! <laughs> Not today. I was hoping to pawn that off. He does specifically say in this interaction, Emma goes, I cannot be Camille's mother figure. To which Bright's word for word is, that's a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Not for everyone else, for you in particular, Bright. Yeah, that's fair. That is a you problem. That's a a problem, right? Bright Bright O'Rooney. I, um, it's very funny to me. It also has this air of like, you're lucky you're a good pilot. <laughs> uh, so the, we cut to, oh God, Jared getting just a promotion for being a dumb shit. Yep. Uh, he has a new squad, a pink haired girl and a standard girl. 
Yes. Uh, <laughs> Pink hair girl, we learn later, her name is Chief Petty Officer Sarah. And uh, plain girl is uh, Sidile? Don't commit that one to memory. Yeah, it doesn't she, matter. We've yeah. already established she's fucking dead. She's but dead. They Camille's... I mh mean, not Camille. Jared's immediately a, just a fucking cock to these two. I hate him so fucking much. He, like... He, Pushes them around, talks shit, fucking is like, are you going to fucking kill people? She's like, no, I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> well, it, I don't know if he's angrier in the American. or He's the not. American. I He's just being, in, in English, he's just being a shit. He's, he's just being a cocky piece of shit. I don't like him. The, I'll admit, it, I forget offhand the immediate line before he transitions into, are you ready to kill? He does have he, a segue into that. Yeah, well, he comments on the fact that they're like new type, new type from the new type squads or whatever. They're they're new type candidates, which tells uh. me they're not they're not cyber new types yet. Yeah, but they're on deck, which yeah. that's a very important piece of information to just yeah. casually get due to an implication. Yeah, but but so she does say like. Look, I'm not gonna. If I can, if I can do these fights without killing people, I will. And, and but she's also like, war, war is necessary evil. I, I will fight so that others may not. The, uh, but also, I'm not gonna kill anybody unless I have to. The the only reason I would like to play the Jared's advocate here. No, is because no. I will end the podcast. He is trying. To no, he is trying to immediately give them information on the sortie and who they're hunting down. And this pink-haired girl's immediate reaction to her superior officer is to talk smack because she is new and thinks she knows better than the guy who admittedly has gone against the Argama five times and lived. Something yeah. exactly no one else has done. Right, because everybody else has died saving his ass. <laughs> Anyway, we, we talk about the bright side of the resumes in this house. Anyways, he's Mostly like, I need to learn to do that. Uh, he's like, we're going to go get some training in. It, that's how he frames it. But boy, howdy, does that go south almost yeah. immediately? Yeah. Uh, uh, Shiro, Pap, Pappy, big old Pap Paps. Yep. Uh, uh, sorry, go ahead. Well, so Jared uh, pops on down. They we immediately pop on down to the hangar after being told we're sortieing now. Uh, Mauer sees Jared off. Uh, something she's been very consistent about doing. Uh, she even smiles as she sends him off, despite her yeah. initial trepidation about. So let's, let's just let's just okay. Sorry, go ahead. Finish, finish your story. Finish uh, your line. <laughs> story. Uh, Pap then tell once Jared gets into his cockpit, Paptimus is like. Keep your fucking eyes peeled out there, buddo. Uh -huh. Sends him out and then leans back and Pat leans back in his chair and is like, this Jared fella ain't acting anything like what Jamaican told me he would. And that's interesting to me. So if we're keeping track here, um, Jared went out in this new cool mobile armor and blew his up and Mauer saved him. Brought him yes. back. Yes. The reaction here is Mauer gets taken off of active duty. 
her suit gets given to Jared, and Jared gets a command. Yes. And she's got to stand on deck and, like, yes. fucking listen to Pappy talk. Yep. I, I would also like to note that we did have Pappy be weird to her earlier. Yeah. At, yeah, no, he's yes. fucking weird. He's, yes. I don't uh, like it. Oh, no, he's very gross towards women, and that is, uh-huh. in fact, the one of the few things I knew about him going into this. Don't of, like it. He's gross. He's, got, he's come a long way from when, when he, like, the creepiest thing about him was the fact that he was doing the weird breathing thing when he fought. <laughs> yeah, he he dialed it the fuck up. Uh, yeah. Kudos where it's due. Very villainous. Yeah. I guess. Boy, howdy, I feel like if this guy jumped off his weird command chair in front of me, I would instinctively take three steps back. (laughs) I don't know how Jared stood his ground Mm -hmm. now that that I think about it more. He's weird. Yeah. Uh, Either way, Pinky and the Jane get in a couple of Mars, you like that? Uh... Like, get a couple of Mara size. Uh, Jared lays out. We have a plan. Sorry, hold on. Yeah? Normally I'm trying to rush you, but I just want to give you uh, just a second. Yeah? Pinky and the Jane, it's very funny. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very proud of it. (laughs) Okay, now we can continue. Cool. So, Jared attempts to lay out the fact that they have a goal here, the, the Argama, and that is their primary enemy. And their main focus. The Jane immediately responds with, I hate to correct you, but the Ayug is our focus. To which Jared's this time fair response is, what did I just the fuck say? (laughs) What did I just the fuck say? Mm -hmm. On top of that, I know that. That's their command ship. (laughs) Fuck. Pinky then also has some thoughts to herself, and this is the stage where Jared comes on her radio and is like, Hey, Chief Petty Officer Sarah, get your head out your ass and follow me. She does. Also, her name is Sarah. Mm-hmm. And this is the point where I stopped calling her Pinky. Mm-hmm. I won't stop. She is unfortunately going to be Pinky the rest of her natural life cycle. <laughs> oh, uh, no. I don't know how much long that'll be, so... Yeah, Rakoa and her bud, who are uh, flying through space with the greatest of ease, mm-hmm. uh, detect Jared and friends and go, those probably aren't friends, but let's check and see if they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the other side of things, Jared and crew have the exact same reaction. Uh Jane and Pinky also proceed to have a little bit of a conversation about whether or not Jared is actually fit to um do shit. Yeah. Uh, Sid, for the most part, uh, Sid Lay. I shouldn't say Sid because I'm gonna That's, get confused. Uh, my child. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get confused if I do that. Uh, I'm sorry. I just now had like this brief image in my brain of like, man, what if we got. Sid really good at like grunt unit matches in Battle Operation 2 and then he just like those are the simulators so that way when the mech war starts he's ready. He's just ready. He's oh, already no. ready. You do, do not turn my child into a child soldier. I don't want to get orphaned. Oh, I don't, oh wait, no, the opposite. What's the word? I just killed. 
I guess just killed. I don't want him to get orphaned because that means I am fucking dead. Right. Yes. Uh, yeah. No. I'd I'd like y'all to stick around. Uh, yeah, but we'll I, do our best. I, but as we established, when the mech war starts out, it's going to be fine. The problem is my inevitable betrayal towards you. Yeah, and then he'll. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. I've got to die. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember the order of events now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fuck, being a protagonist dad is stressful. <laughs> it, it is. And the worst part is you have, like, two. Because Beskar has his yeah, entire, we like... we still don't know when that's going to fucking happen. I... The moment that someone comes out with some Blade Wolf shit... I'm like, well, shit, Chris is on <laughs> I'm on race. notice. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, now, what if I can just kidnap Beskar and make him Blade Wolf? <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that's why okay. your dog has a chainsaw for a tail now. Yep. <laughs> God. Uh, would that not be sick as fuck? It would be terrifying, especially for that clumsy fuck. <laughs> uh, either way. So Sarah keeps talking back towards Jared, but uh, Sidele manages to kind of dial it back. Uh, eventually, even telling Sarah that she's going to implicitly trust Jared's instinct here because he's been a pilot longer. I'm beginning to see where the fatal flaw might be. Hmm. We also a new cha. Like a new type of cha. It's changed yeah. because the Mark II isn't our main boy anymore. Yeah, a and new was... girl is on the block. <laughs> is there a new background too? Yes. Okay. That, that's why I noticed instantly. Of uh, uh-huh. previously, our background was the Earth with the Moon and the Sun, whereas now uh-huh. it is a space colony. Yeah. Uh, and uh, then the Zeta comes at us. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Nope. No one's responded with messages, y'all. Y'all have got messages. Just all right, whatever. Uh, <laughs> um, so I think we're going too. We're already too long to do a an Alolan Roy situation. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna try to blast through some of these fucking uh uh, M- um, Gmail chaws here. Let's see. Oh, first off, thanks to Dennis and Steven, our new Patreon backers. Uh, y'all are great. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, God, what was the other? Oh, before I forget, uh, also, a bunch of people emailed us and tweeted at us. There are post-apocalypse Gundams. Cool. I, I'm probably going to watch After War Gundam X on my own. Did you see one? Oh, and IBO. It technically counts. Uh, someone pointed that out to me of like, all right, but IBO is like a post-post-apocalypse. Like, that's... We already went back around once. All right. <clears throat> Mike B's back again. Uh, to With get, another to, fire album. <laughs> to get a first impression from us. Uh-huh. Uh, so are you ready to type this in? Uh, as I'll ever be. And AGX-04 Gerbera Tetra. G- oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. I really like this. <laughs> I just saw the thumbnail first. Oh, I really like this. Oh, wait, I, he it, got it. Just Gerber a Tetra, right? Yeah. Okay. Excuse me. I clicked on the Kai. Ooh, uh, I like that better actually. Yeah, he got big shoulders Daddy with rockets very... in them. God, he go fat. You... This is a fast boy. Who? What is the? Who is its dad? Uh, a Gundam ooh. Gerbera. Ooh. Who's its Who's its son? The Kai? manufacturer, operator, SEMA, SEMA fleet, Delaz fleet. No, uh, no pilots. Man, SEMA. 
Garahau and Kira. This, this is a good suit. I like. I see. Oh my god. I see a lot of like design elements that get carried forward into other Gundam shit. But man, this is also this this one's dad is actually his mom's. Uh, you mean the Gundam Gerbera? Oh, I'm talking about the pilots. Oh no. The, this is pilot. The, the, both both of the listed pilots on are on this bad boy are ladies. One <laughs> of them looks very sinister, and I'm very. And the other one looks the opposite of sinister. <laughs> I, I I I hate to break it into Mike B's first impression time, but uh, one of my favorite things whenever we do these is to look at the lineage, right? Of like the uh-huh. what the origin developed suit from. Was. Like yeah. ever, oh, so it doesn't look I, anything like this lad. Well, I, I oh, think it's, it's got tech. shoulder rockets. Yeah. yeah, but then that one's dad, the, the blossom. The gun, yeah, the blossom. Oh, right. Look at this rude lad. This it, this looks like the kind of guy that breaks your knees, but I'm into it. He's he's very rude. I don't know what's up with the circle. I like I don't the know. circle. It's uh, it's maybe a shield. Maybe. Maybe it, there it has been made in physical form before, which. Ooh, man, seeing her in 3D. I think it is a shield, but I'm into a lot oh, of this suit. Did you huh? click the rear view? Yeah. It's got a jet on its ass. Yeah, that's a thing <laughs> I, do, I like a lot in suits, actually, of like, uh, uh oh, the the Gusion and Gusion Rebake in IBO do that, or the Gusion Rebake, I should say, has a big booster ass. It can also take its ass off, and the ass is a shield. All right. <laughs> it's all dank. Yeah, right? Man. Th- thank you, Mike B, for sending me down <laughs> that path for a variety of reasons. I did. I do really like that Gira, though. That shit was okay. very interesting. Mike B finishes up uh, this with a cha made for you and me. Uh, I should hope so. so. So he talks about, like, how great it is that Char being a total dweeb who thinks he's the coolest. Yeah. Uh, and with that information, he wants to know what do you, what 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 class does he play in Dungeons and Dragons? What? He's got to be a. So, offhand, everyone's very tempted to name most hum- most social humans as a flavor of bard. And I no, just... no, I was not going to go bard. Good, good. He, he's not. Fuck that. I was going to go yeah. rogue, but then I thought about it for a while, and I'm like, no, I I think he's edgy enough to go ranger. Like, dual-wheel spec ranger. Uh, you know, I, I think it depends on which char we're statting. Because I think he, I think he completely changes his build between... Between this and... CCA, I think his build changes. I think Quattro and Char- 0079 Char as Nabel, I think you might be right. I think there is a very speed-heavy Ranger build that's like... Yeah. I, I Almost maybe like Ranger Monk. Yeah. Like, something that's just obscene. Just dumb. <laughs> He's going for one specific thing, and you can't convince him not to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. His entire build is based around being able to move an attack without getting a single attack of opportunity, but still dealing multiple. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck! Melee they play attacks. Pathfinder, don't they? <laughs> Ab- absolutely. For yes, absolutely. This is in Pathfinder, which is the worst <laughs> part. 
but he's i think i think ranger monk is the yeah is i think that's the a, a few ones so the last part of this cha and, and we can we can go through this pretty quickly what what would a D session with bright noah char amaro and camille look like and i think first things first i'm gonna put my foot down uh bright is the gm of course yeah so the question i think the question starts did bright bring a module and how did he bother i should say i think bright definitely bothers like bright (laughs) bright put too much effort into this also beautiful i'm I'm gonna put my foot down again uh amuro is in the role of the girlfriend char brought to the game (laughs) yeah yeah, I'm gonna say Amro is there just to, just because Char kept saying like, "Hey, come play D and D with me. It'll be cool. We'll have fun. You'll like it." You know that actually sounds completely <laughs> right. That I would like to add that he does he does that wonderful thing that all of the girlfriends air quote do of uh just buying in completely oh no yeah 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 and, but when when char and amuro break up the group is going to keep amuro absolutely yeah <laughs> which is actually why cca happens i didn't want to tell you this <laughs> i didn't want to tell you what happened during double zeta but this is exactly what happened actually uh also camille just plays a uh, a, a fighter who who doesn't want to in- engage in anything no nah, i want to hit you with this Camille, uh, Camille starts the game as a fighter, but this, like, we have just hit the point in the game where he gives up on that. The fighter goes out in a very heroic end. It will explode. It will be very cool. Brings back just... I don't... Just one of the fucking most lawful goodiest paladins you have ever seen. <laughs> but to just try to curb all of his normal instincts, it does not work. That paladin loses his powers more often than any of us can count, but he gets them back every time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't... I, I do want to say now, I think this is the the scaffolding with which we will be building upon in the UC timeline in the future. Uh, I'm very excited to meet our pro tag for double Zeta because I hear Judao is also a huge piece of garbage as a child. He's the protagonist of double Zeta, which also makes me think he will be a dipshit in this imaginary D and D party. That will be a mess. Uh And bright will have to throw out all of his notes. Mm-hmm. so yeah yeah i don't know like bright trying oh poor bright <laughs> you're you're empathetically imagining yourself in his shoes and... yeah i'm okay i'm the forever gm of course yeah, i am yeah yeah <laughs> your your soul is also leaving your body imagining that uh-huh the worst also- part is like three hours in the middle of a combat encounter as char is rolling all of his dice Mm-hmm. as he does every single fucking time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amro and Camille going on a 30-minute tangent of nothing, just doing bits, mm-hmm. and it's hell for Bright, because mm-hmm. he can't get them to stop. And this one round of combat has taken an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. That hit a little close to home, didn't it? I don't want to talk about it. Uh, 
<laughs> so we've got another couple emails from Benjamin, uh, who first off, like th- th- there's a cha involved in this, but it- it's like, it's one where we're going to have to go through and-, and like sort out, like look at a bunch of robots and ships and stuff. <laughs> Um, and, and we, I, I keep thinking, I, I like, I want to do it, but I, I, every time I remember it, it's while we're recording. It's definitely something we need to talk about when we're not recording. <laughs> it's either that or you're going to have to be like, all right, how much of this am I editing out? <laughs> uh, yeah, it'll have to definitely be on a me, a me edit, not I will edit. <laughs> um, but, uh, I, I, the a point here that I would like to get, uh, apparently, uh, it, he says that, Bell Torchica is a stone cold badass and a super interesting character, and apparently we just need to wait. I'm very excited. I have seen a couple of rumblings from a few people about her. Mm. I am excited <laughs> to see where it goes because so far she is in the wrong anime. She walked yeah. into the wrong studio, <laughs> and no one had the heart. And she was like, "This is a way bigger name than we could have gotten normally." Just don't fucking tell. Hand her a script and do not tell her. That's what it feels like. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited to see her do some badass shit because she did show up in a fucking biplane. Mm-hmm. She uh, fucking landed a biplane uh, in a mech battle. She did do that, yeah, and then flew it again, yeah, 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 yeah. The, yeah, yeah, the yeah. blue baron baroness rides again. Damn yeah, it! Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god! The, what? What? what she, oh my god! Did she get the soul of Ramba? <gasps> did Did Bell get get Ramba Rawls Z Fighter soul? Guess. Chuck, Chuck, Chuck. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> They'll never know. They'll never know. Uh, we come back to Bright ordering a sortie because there's enemies on the radar and that's what you do. Emma is surprised to see Camille has already gotten out of bed and is dressed. Her squinting aside, he asks if Rakoa is on the way, surprising Emma, who was like, I haven't heard shit about that. How did you? Fa enters the room and goes, hey, about earlier, Camille, sorry-ish. And Camille's just like, got it, walks off, (laughs) which apparently was the exact opposite of what she was going for. Yeah. I... I'm not. She was like, I wanted to apologize so you wouldn't he wouldn't fucking be thinking about this during the fight, but now he's just being a dick again. I'm like, I'm not gonna lie, I'm uh that was some bad timing. Yeah. <laughs> right before the battle, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Uh just Fa, uh, please. Just think. I'm begging. Either way, so Emma hops, it, Camille blows her off and then hops in the Gundam to fuck off immediately. Now we have, we have to say it, Zeta, right? Like he yes, hops the in the Zeta, because Zeta, now we have two the, Gundams in play. You're right, there are two Gundams at play. Uh, Camille jumps in the Zeta, Emma jumps What's in the Mark- a, Hey, hold on! Hold on! Yeah? What? Once again, dude fucking blows up his mech and gets a gets, a, gets, gets someone a else's. Mech. <laughs> yeah! And, and Emma, the one... <laughs> The woman involved has to take his hand, his hand-me-downs. There is a bit of that here. Yeah, no. This one has better backstory I've got, excuses, but no, I no, no. Did this that is definitely one. so. No, yeah. this one is the one I'm gonna get indignant at too. Fuck Camille. This. <laughs> <laughs> we know that Camille. We, we know that he designed the Zeta. So like, yeah. 
It's a- <laughs> That's exactly what my brain was going up like. Yeah. Fuck this guy who designed his own mobile suit and basically had it commissioned and sent back to him. So Emma jumps in the Mark II and launches. Faw? Which quick Faw's? Emma and a Gundam. Emma and a Gundam. G- Gun- G- well, she's, she was in one before, right? Because she brought, she's helped steal them. Briefly, yes, you are yeah. right. Uh, uh, Faw also is like, where's my mech? Mm-hmm. No mm-hmm. one answers because mm-hmm. that is a child. Mm-hmm. To which then she walks over to the Deus and is like, whose is this? Oh, that's uh, Commander Batches. He'll be getting in it in a second. Cool. Yeah, sure. <laughs> she then does what many, many young men and women have done before her up until this point. But actually, now that I think about it, is this our first on-screen one of these for for a lady? I think this is I the first so. on-screen lady doing a protagonist thing. Casella stole one. She did. Okay. So, but I don't is... know if we saw her do it or if she was just out in it one day. Okay, that is true. No, she did steal it. Yes. Yeah. All no, right. I know oh. she saw it. I don't know if they showed us her steal. It. I thought that was her drama. Okay. No. Then yeah. She no. Sailor stole a Gundam. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We did have that. So yeah. Yeah. Amuro got real shitty about it. Of course. <laughs> but uh, Fod protagonists and yep. steals heavy ordinance from her allies <laughs> uh, in order to prove herself in the field of noble combat. Uh, yeah, Bright's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I happily watch her. Apple's like, why? <laughs> it, it, it's my favorite part too is how fucking Torres goes. Faw's trying to launch, and Bright goes, how much what? experience does she have? She is, on, she is on practical applications of battle, <laughs> volume two. <laughs> like, oh, volume two, huh? That's fine. Send her out. <laughs> fucking so yeah apparently she hasn't even had simulator training uh no i think she has had simulator training right yeah i'm not exactly because because emma gets shitty with her later is like simulators don't count as real battle experience that is true Uh, where are the simulators also i don't know i guess back on the moon (laughs) i I love that that's a completely serious answer. Yeah. But just take a moment to enjoy how fucking objectively silly. I don't know. It's on the moon. (laughs) I don't fucking know. They live on the moon. I don't care. Fuck it. (laughs) Meanwhile, Pappy is like watching this fight happening and Maurer's like, I'm going to go help them. Uh, He's like, no, 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 no. Stand here and watch with me, baby. Um, in I don't that know. tone of voice, actually, yeah. Wait and see what's going on. Pappy is like Berlin. It's been so long. Pappy says, "Like I didn't give him permission to fight. If he's fighting, he must be confident he's going to win." I love, I can hear you inhaling in throughout the sentence ever so slowly as you're also upping the um, pitch. Uh, it's exactly just, how he talks, yeah. I'm going to give, I'm going to give Pappy whatever weird voice I, I think of in the moment. Great. Sometimes he'll be German, sometimes he'll be that guy, I don't know. He's just, he, he makes he, me uncomfortable and I want to, I want to share that with everybody else. <laughs> I want to share it with the world. He also uh, specifically calls out, if he needed help, he would have called for reinforcements. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> but he didn't, so I guess he can just perish. <laughs> he doesn't say the perish part, but he no. implies it heavily. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why he's... Why Paptimus Gunther Sirocco is the character <laughs> now, but... It yeah. is. So Rako is getting shot at a lot. Um, it's unfortunate for a lot of reasons. Uh, yeah, the, also, I like seeing the Marisize back and being yeah. threatening. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The Gebel Flee, or whatever it was called, I already forgot. The thing Jared's in keeps uh-huh. using its shoulder cannons to fire flares to distract them, and they're using the flares to, like, constantly loop around, which is... Mm really fucking cool yeah i want to see more it it makes everything way more dramatic and i really want to see someone figure out a way to do this cool in 3d cgi too because i can feel it's there there's some meat there someone just needs to hunt it down (laughs) hunt that meat hunt that meat (laughs) interestingly the subtitle on my grinder profile (laughs) Rakoa nearly, <laughs> nearly eats shit at this stage from Sidile, uh almost getting a bead on her. Yeah. But uh, Wells' place shot by Kay distracts both of them and lets uh, Rakoa slip out from underneath Sidile, uh as the Zeta theme starts playing and Camille begins dipping and diving through fire to defend this new yellow suit. Uh, he is in Wave Rider form and... Mm. One small thing I like is the fact that the bottom of Wave Rider Zeta is smooth. It has no, uh, I, I refer to it as kibble. <laughs> so, like, you play with Transformers, right? Right. You know how sometimes you'll finish the Transformer and then, he, it, like, from the top it's a cop car and then you flip him over and you see, like, the robot face and the chest and the abs right. and, like, his dick and balls right <laughs> well, there? Well, hold on. Uh, what? What? <laughs> the fact you can see all the robot parts and it's, like, really obvious the robot parts, that's mech kibble. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. Uh, relatively kibble-free. The Zeta, especially on the underside, which is a pleasant surprise. Yeah, I wonder if, like, the, the artist designed those things and then, like, the toy designer looked at it and was like, fuck. Or I, if they, like, do, they figured out how to design it together to where that would work before they, uh, like, finalized the, the animation stuff. This is exactly the kind of shit I've been wondering for years of what, what the process is of... I. I have to imagine there has to be a certain amount of, like, they do talk to each other all the time. Right. But there's also, I think, a central conceit you can do of if if you're gonna parts form, you can do almost anything. And that is to say, if you're gonna, if you need to take it apart a little bit to transform it, uh-huh. and it does that in the show, too... Uh-huh you can get away with more in the model. Gotcha. So I'd be willing to bet that's kind of how they play it, because I also know, like, several Gundam model kits, they don't they don't transform cleanly. They, they parts form. Okay. All right. Also, you learned a lot of toy vocabulary. Just yeah, to I did. I, I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
luckily it was not none of it was too jargony i got like you 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 i got context clues for the rest of it it's fine yeah yeah <laughs> uh the there is also a big rail again whenever transformer comes out and it has parts forming everyone's like come on the fuck yeah because it's like fucking you're they don't do around- that in the show yeah you're based around this fucking shtick you idiots do it right <laughs> uh, I, do, I do have a big hate for the new like i get there for tiny children i understand but there is a lot of the newer ones it's like just two steps yeah like, no i want 150 steps <laughs> i want i want to this is how you play with these yes <laughs> just going back and forth faster and faster this that is how you have fun yeah, competitive level Transformers is being able to do a full Unicron in under two minutes. <laughs> From robot uh, mode to moon mode. <laughs> so, uh, suddenly the Marisai pair come under fire from the DS's and the Mark II. Uh, Fog gets shot a lot. Fog gets shot a lot. She, she keeps not paying attention and not following Rakoa and Apolli's orders. Yeah. Leading to several moments where she almost dies, Rakoa no, saves on. her, and hold then Rakoa goes, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, that's not how you wrote it down. You wrote down <laughs> But Fa ignores the tops and nearly fucks the pooch. <laughs> <laughs> I meant ignores the two for the record. No, 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 no. Hey. They are both tops and you know it. (laughs) When he's right, he's right. (laughs) Wow, that was... The best part about this is I did not notice this until just now. I did not write this joke. Oh my god, that's so fucking good. We do need to we do need to go through and list like like sort everybody into top and bottom and dom and sub at some point. Oh god, this yeah. (laughs) Look, if we're not gonna do what other fucking Gundam podcast is gonna do it? If not us, then who? Do we have the world? You're right, but I don't so, know. I was hoping from, to not say it out loud. From until, now like, on, you can expect series. that in our recap episodes at the end of every series. It's just sorting every character. Into now we need to go back. <laughs> Slap your shit, God damn it. We'll we'll do it as like a a, a Patreon exclusive uh, if we get to a, a, a certain amount of money. Uh, we'll do we'll do double seventy nine, top bottom dom sub. Uh, no, no, that that that's our that's our advertisement for the. This is what you're missing. Yeah, <laughs> and the, the rest of the I don't fucking. Oh god, I fuck me. All right, um, the very thought of doing that is already making me sweaty because I'm like, yeah. God, this is that's gonna be a heated ninety people are gonna, minute. Argument. No matter what we land on, people are gonna be shitty about. It. Not n- n- never mind others. You and me, ninety <laughs> minutes in the sweaty gauntlet. <laughs> Hashing it out. I can't fucking wait. I, That's going to be how... I'm going to black out and come to two hours later shirtless <laughs> and covered in something sticky. Ugh. Exactly. I like that it was nebulous. Just something? Yeah. <laughs> I don't um, know what this is. So anyways, these tops can't make this bottom behave. And it's blue. Uh, We're going... <laughs> 
I still don't know what it is. No. Uh, yeah, she Rukoa. nearly God, dies. Rukoa and Emma fucking high five. Uh, and by that I mean Emma walks up and just gently tap on the side yeah. of the of the new yellow suit. And this is the first time Emma gets the solid confirm on the oh, this is Rukoa. Hey. They have a little A moment because they are friends. Uh, casual reminder. Jared continues chasing the Zeta around because put a carrot in front of that boy, he's <laughs> blind yeah. to the world. Uh, he does manage to pull a really sick, nasty jockey maneuver where he... So they're both wave rider mode, right? Right. They, they start heading at each other. Jared transforms mid-charge, continues heading, then insta-break, like, flips around 180, full breaks, and then catches the Zeta to hang on to it as it goes by and yeah. manages to catch a ride. Catch they, a ride! Exactly. They manage to do it in the, like, the flashy type of slow motion, where it's like they just cut out all the interstitial frames, but then hang on, like, the big keyframes. Yeah. Uh, in this case, it's well done and very tense, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, it works out quite well. It, Jared makes the catch and then goes, Oh, Camille? You're in a new robot? Uh, immediately lets go instead of doing anything with that information or advantageous position. Yep. Jared's Jared, a dumb fuck. Jared is dumb as a box of fucking rocks. He's a, he a himbo. Yeah, he uh, at the very least has some survival instinct, which I have to give him credit for, but that you shake him and it is rice and dried beans in there. Z so the Zeta, the Zeta does a flippy. Sid, uh, Sid, Sid Thalei. Well, actually, wait, that doesn't happen yet. After Jared uh, gives up his completely advantageous position, uh, Zeta loops around, and we get our first full transformation sequence on her. <laughs> first of all, her head pops out of her chest, and then the wings pop out of the head on the forehead, and it is premium unleaded shit right there. Thank you. Yeah. 90 minutes of that shot will do me. That is all I need in the dark of the night. So, also, the gun lives on the back of the yep. Zeta. He reaches back, grabs it, pulls it forward, and then baton flips it in order to catch the handle and actually be ready to kill with it. Camille Which <laughs> designed a flip into this Gundam. Look, he's he's a bit extra. It works for him. Just let him have it. Yeah, I what I'm saying is fund more sixteen year olds. <laughs> sixteen year olds need funding. And I think they have some ideas worth listening to. The well, the entrance exam to pilot any of these things is can you do that water bottle trick? <laughs> Yeah, that's, exa that's exactly what the Titans do. It's just like, all right, come on. Half do the water full. bottle thing. Do it. Do it. 
Do they it. actually, they don't even say do it. Jamaican just stands there and stares at you. And you, yeah. you're meant to walk in and realize that's what they want. Uh-huh. And, and if you, if you look to check and see if you got it, you fail. I, we were, were joking for this bit, but I keep thinking about it. And that is probably part of the process. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, they're so, fucking weirdos. He gets in a fight with Jared. Fog gets in the way and loses a fucking leg. And Camille's like, dude. Dude. <laughs> dude, back to fuck up. <laughs> Please. Uh, Sid, Sid Filet manages to pull around uh, and nearly nearly take Fog out. But uh, Fog gets kind of kicked out of the way and... Sid is Sid Filet is cornered and blown into a fine space mist, shocking yeah. exactly no one. Pap over on the the DB the DG excuse me, uh, detects this with his weird space visions. But interestingly, so does Mauer. Mm. Uh, Mauer going shit. Did Jared just die? Uh, to which Pap goes, Nah, I'm pretty sure that was Sid Filet. <laughs> No, that was the that was the one that looked like she was gonna die. Yeah, no, it was the, it was the one that looked. <laughs> and like I, a thousand I, other I characters. liked her because she was the one who's like, Jared, you're you're a dick. Shut the fuck up. Yes, she was the one who was like, Jared, you're a dick, and did it in a way that also was like imminently and instantly likable instead of just impudent and small. I think I might just not like Pinky because of the pink hair. That might just be the pink hair. I have pink hair. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have that type of pink no, hair. No, I don't. Ha- I don't. I'm not. I don't have Nurse Joy hair, sadly. I um, know that, but there, it's ephemerally different. Yeah, of, like you're not uppity about it. <laughs> she is, and I can feel okay. it. You can feel it. <laughs> I still maintain that that is her natural. She's a naturally pink-haired of woman. Of course, it's everyone's natural <laughs> hair color in anime, but like. I'm. I can't sit here and just allow space made new types, but it also threw our genetics way the fuck out of whack. All right, now who? You, now you're sounding like a fucking Zeon apologist. A Zeon apologist. Zeon did a few things wrong. I'll, uh, be, I'll be so bold as to say, they uh-huh. kind of goofed it. Uh, Pap is like, oh, now Jared's gonna kill two more people. To make things cool. Yeah, uh, w- which catches Mauer's attention of like, did he just balance sheet human life that <laughs> fast in front of me? An eye for an eye, a mech for a mech. Damn. Um, uh, Sarah, meanwhile, also gets cornered and goes, oh no, the minds of my enemies are becoming as one. I gotta get the fuck out of here. Uh-huh. And she does. She bails. Uh, Without orders, I would like to note. Yeah. It comes up later. Yep. Jared notices this, curses it under his breath, takes some pot shots, also leaves. Mm-hmm. Uh, Camille was largely unaffected by any of this. Back at the ship, Jared is pretty hard on himself as Mauer walks up and is like, I'm gonna get a talking to, I fucked up, I lost a, not only a mobile suit, but the person in it. And Mauer's like, you're being being a little much like you you got overwhelmed quickly and no reinforcements and you only lost one suit to which paptimus apparently agrees as he 
quietly just shows up and injects himself into the scene because uh, uh-huh. uh he Paptimus agrees that he did just fine given the situation uh but then also goes but tell me Jared but tell me Jared why but do you... tell me Jared there it is <laughs> why do you think I did not give you reinforcements to which Jared gives a very tactically minded answer that I can sum up as you're about to have Odessa Day 2 electric boogaloo on the fucking moon. I'm not worth that much. To which he goes, and you really think that is the answer? (laughs) There's even a pause between the end of the sentence and the... But still, Jared is like, yeah, pretty sure. Yep. Pap just smiles and dismisses him as you, me, the rest of the audience, and Mauer all make eye contact with each other and go, God, he's (laughs) fucking dumb. He's so fucking dumb. Yeah. Uh, And then Pap gives uh, Sarah some shit. Yeah, Pap gives Sarah her creepy time. Uh... I don't like I guess, that sentence. <laughs> I don't either, but he's creepy <laughs> enough that he probably has budgeted it out. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. It's on the schedule. Yeah. Uh, he also never corrects Jared. Uh, Pap is very creepy and is essentially like, so you fucked up. Are you going to do it again? Uh, all while waving a... A writing crop? A riding crop. He's just carrying around a discipline stick, uh, being casually intimidating with it, and uh, eventually gets out of her a, if your orders are to get good and stop being afraid at all, then that's what I'll do, sir. Uh, to which Paptimus nods, walks away, and Mauer, who saw all of this, goes... That's fucked up, right? Yeah. All right. What the fuck is going on here? And why was I on the opposite end of that at one point? I'd like to take this moment to go, I really like Mauer as, like, the audience surrogate. Yeah. <laughs> Mauer just keeps looking at the camera. <laughs> yeah. I've been, it's been kind of funny because it feels kind of like Mauer is uh, Nega Emma, almost. Oh, you're not wrong. Yeah, um, which I've been having fun with, actually, of both of them are kind of our sort of surrogates into these worlds, uh, and ev- they're also some of the only characters to just sincerely give the camera that Malcolm in the middle shit of, like, did you fucking... Are you looking at this dude? Did you see this dude? Look at this fucking dude. I, uh... I'm now just imagining the look at this fucking dude meme over everything about Paptimus Shiroko. <laughs> Which, uh, premium content right there. Mm-hmm. Back on the normal gamma, uh, Rakoa drops off the new yellow friend, whose name I have forgotten throughout the entire episode, but man, is that a lanky friend that I <laughs> am a fan of. Don't remember your name. I'll remember you. See you around. See you next time, maybe. Uh, she also laments that she managed to already get some scuffs on it, but Bright's like, don't fucking worry about it. Complain to the mechanics. Apologize to the mechanics. They're the ones who will have to deal with it. 
which is just a line I always like. Of like, don't don't apologize to everyone you meet. Just apologize to who it's gonna affect. It'll be fine. Uh, we hear a slap in the background as uh, yeah. Emma has slapped the shit out of Fa and begins yelling at her for a few things. Uh, namely, letting her emotions cloud her decision-making and um, protagonisting really hard today. Camille turns away from this and starts blaming himself in his internal monologue, and Bright catches Emma's hand before she can unleash yet another slap. Uh, he takes personal responsibility at this stage, saying he is the one who let her launch. That, like, that's... She did dis do a disobey, but mm. at the end of the day, Bright could have stopped her and he let it happen, so meh. But he also makes it clear that Fa is in trouble and did not do a good thing at all. Uh, Fa tries to do a yes but once again, which causes Emma to slap her again and yell at her some more for not really getting the fact that she fucked up really bad. Corporal punishment maybe not the best way, but everyone's pretty angry at this, and yeah. Fa is admittedly not quite getting the point. Mm -mm. Nonetheless, Emma, Emma slaps her hard multiple times. It's it, awkward. It's uh, yeah, it's pretty rough too. Uh, Rakoa, meanwhile, completely changes the tone and genre of the scene uh -huh. we're watching. <laughs> yeah, she does. As she friendly bumps over to Camille, uh catch Tomino in the cockpit of the genre train of this fucking thing violently jeering the joystick to the left uh -huh. to some avail uh -huh. uh, she tells Camille that you know hey where you at where's your head at stop thinking about this shit so much you're overthinking everything and someday you'll actually kind of miss this situation mm -hmm. weird call but alright yeah uh, she then also, as the yelling in the background wraps up, she tells him to go comfort Fa, to which he says yes, and then she goes off stage right. Uh, she then presents Emma her gift, to which Emma I goes... I love Emma's reaction to this. Yeah, <laughs> Emma goes... What, what the fuck do I do with this? <laughs> I don't know, I gave it to you. Bye. <laughs> and Bright just wordlessly turns around and is like... <laughs> I, she's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> she's just left holding this pink, this pink and pink, two shades of pink. I think it's white and red, isn't it? A white box with red bow? Uh, I, I had a red box with a pink bow. Oh. Yeah. Maybe you're, maybe that's it. I'm just remembering. Uh, uh, anyway, the, the box was like char pink, like char normal suit pink, and then uh -huh. the the bow was like a soft uh, a soft white pink type of situation yeah. so like i can understand uh either way yeah the last part of the episode is her holding it just confused as fuck is like what do i do with this obviously romantic gift emma emma you i know you have presence <laughs> of mind I know you have a brain in there. You successfully diagnosed a 16-year-old having a strange fixation on you because you're one of the few people to treat him kindly on the spaceship where he saw his parents die. You have the presence of mind for that, but not to go, I got a bright pink gift. 
<laughs> from a guy who has tried to awkwardly flirt with me, checks watch three times. <laughs> Emma. <laughs> Ensign. If that is your real name. <laughs> that is your real name. <laughs> you good? <laughs> Everything uh, there? I kind of I kind of empathize with this because I, I have yeah. literally had had to have like people have said had to tell me they were flirting with me. Yeah, I would ne- like I would have never gotten it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've always like every- contended that in D and D there should be an adjustment to the wisdom score of it should be different for outward facing versus inward facing. Yeah, of like if you can. I can walk into a room. I got 20 outward wisdom. I can walk into any room and be like, bam. That those two vaguely into each other. Those two yeah. hate each other. And like, they're all quiet. Everyone's perfectly silent. Yeah. Me? Negative eight. Yeah. I, uh, you know all those memes? Okay. It's the, the memes are always about like two, two lesbians who are into each other and can't, can't figure it out. Yep. Like they're like, I yep. don't know. We made out and she said she loved me. Uh, do, do you think she likes me or yeah. something like that? Uh, that's Same me. Hat. Yeah. That's me. I am yeah. also, I've never once, I've never once been like, I think they're flirting with me. <laughs> Ever. Is this flirting? Is this Ever. Flirting? Anyways. They can't be flirting. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Emma, same, same, buddy. I understand you. <laughs> yeah, same hat. God, you fucking idiots. Uh, <laughs> me too, but uh, God, someone help. Someone help. Uh, help who? Everyone. We pan away from the gamma, and we end the episode. Next time on Mobile Suit Gundam Zeta, Moon Fighting! <laughs> Deadass, it's Odessa Day 2. This time it's in fucking space on the moon. Next time on Mobile Suit Fandom Zeta, Moon Attack. It's called that in every language. Seriously, Dope. the Japanese name, Moon Ataku. Dope. Will you be able to fucking, you'll see the tears of who gives a shit. Oh, oh I can't help believe you. <laughs> Well, I hope you enjoyed episode 67 of Mobile Suit Fandom. If you want to yell about how either of us are garbage or that you actually like what we do, you can find us on Twitter with at MobileSuitPod, become a patron at patreon.com slash MobileSuitFandom, or you can email us at MobileSuitFandom at gmail.com. Also, if you are new to Gundam as a whole or just want some new content and want to give it a try, check out the official Gundam YouTube channel, Gundam Info. They have a bunch of shows legally for free, including two completely new ones premiering right now as this episode is coming out. Until next time, mech fans, remember, the eyes of Shiroko are watching you master mind grand plans to take over the Federation. (laughs) 